All right, and we are back onto another episode of Joel of Mine, and today we have a very special guest of mine, Taz Allen. is one of the local hottest rappers in town, and it's just a real privilege to have this guy on my podcast because we go way back, and uh, to see him do what he does, it's just a real blessing. So I just want to introduce him real quick, uh, my boy Taz. Alan, thank you, fam. Thank you, bro. It's a uh, it's a pleasure to be here, man. It's uh it's been a minute. We don't get too many chances to kick it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I know you said hot. I'm not. I'm not really out here like that lately. You know, it's been a 2020 was tough. It's tough on everybody. But I know I've been slacking on the tunes. Don't come. Don't come, nigga. Don't yeah. come. Now, you, you know you're. I, I don't blame you, bro. You, you're. You know what I'm saying. You're doing what you got to do, just like everyone else. You know what I mean. Like, yeah. COVID did not. We did not expect that. That was not in our trajectory. It was not in our schedule. Not in our forte. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like we're all doing the best that we can to make it happen. So yeah. Uh, I'm just glad we're alive. You know what I mean. Straight up, man. Like I just had my birthday this week. And I'm just happy to be here, man. Yeah, really big, big 27. Here. Welcome to the club, nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> not, not everyone makes it there, so you know it is. Yeah, for it real. Is, it is something. So let me let me cheers to that real quick. Yo, Ooh, Ooh splash. Fucking call me Steve Austin. Ah. Yeah. <sighs> All right, people. So I just wanna wanna give you a background real quick. So me and Taz, we go way back in the day. We went to grade school together in elementary. Uh, we also made a middle school, good old Frank, Franklin Middle School. Yo. Shout out to the Quakers. Uh, well, unfortunately, we went to different high schools, but that didn't break our bond. Nah. And, uh, Davis was obvious. When I went there, it was so much sicker, bro. It was so dope when I went. But yeah. go ahead. You can talk your shit, even though y'all got you know, smacked. You know what I'm saying? We recognize Davis as butt pirates. You know what I mean? But hey. Cadets, is, you know, this is what Yakima would call the stuck up side of school. That's gross, nigga. I'm not. But not my side. <laughs> I guess it's 2021. Everyone's about the rainbow, so, you know, yeah. I, maybe so. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I don't need no seven day free trial. I'm hey, good. I'm, I'm, not, go- I'm Gucci. I'm the type of person. I got to try everything once, so you know what I mean? But, like, hey, I'm not saying... Uh, I know, on the right back, you and your girl were tripping, nigga. Yeah, hey, you know, she's she my queen, you know. Yeah, y'all, y'all are good people. Y'all are good people. Yeah, we appreciate it. Some of the best. Thank you, man. Thank you, thank you. So, so honestly, uh, to the people that are listening to this, um, there really isn't any um, uh, main topic aside from, you know, what we already know, being a better version or so. Today's just a conversation catching up. I'm getting to know Taz, getting to know a little um, deeper side of myself and just kind of learning about each other. So if you're tuning in and you listen from start to finish, we appreciate you. We respect you and we uh, appreciate that you're willing to hear two knuckleheads that grew up together. Just speak on some shit. And uh, Amen. So we're just going to leave it at that. So how you been, man? How you been? I've been all right, bro. Honestly. So, I mean... Obviously, you know, we talk about, you know, 2020 and just COVID and everything changing. And I think just for a lot of people in this time, we know where our friends are at yeah. or we have a better understanding of where they're at. Yeah, More importantly, it, it's it been showing us where we're at, you know, as individuals. Like, I've realized that. I mean, I, 
I used to just sit and listen to people's problems. And, you know, I used to give a lot of attention and energy to people that did not deserve it whatsoever. And even 2019, I mean, I kind of cut people off, but I still gave a lot of myself. And even like, honestly, 2018, like I had emotional breakdown because of it. Because I was taking care of other people, not myself. You know, that's real, bro. Honestly, like that—that's—that's that's one thing that I feel like when people give, we—we we don't understand that. Like, especially because we're so caught up with giving, and it helps us make us feel better about ourselves. Yeah, and most definitely. What's going on in our own life that we're so willing to give to other people that I, we don't realize it at the moment, but it's taking more than what we're giving. Yeah, you know it's I mean? kind of a vice too. Like it—it's in—it's an intention. It's an intentional thing of it helps you forget. You know, so like, I don't worry about your problems. I don't worry about mine. Like a lot of people do that. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, man, and I honestly, I'm I'm guilty of it. Like, I I do the best that I can to take care of my other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. That way, I can forget about my own problems. Yeah. And and straight up, like that's just another way to escape. Yeah. And you know that's something I'm learning too to kind of deal with and trying to be better at because. You know, in order for me to be a better version of myself, I need to I need to tackle my own vices. You yeah, know what I mean, I yeah, for real. My own faults, and sometimes it's hard. Taking accountability for your own actions isn't, isn't easy. You know what I mean? Like, I it's respect, not. I respect everyone that's out there trying to be a better version of themselves because it's not easy. It's and, not. You know, we come from different backgrounds. We come from different environments and different upbringings and different teachings you know what i mean yeah and it's it's difficult it's really difficult to go against the grain and unlearn the things that we've been taught yeah bro habits bro habitual things just that was that was one thing for me like as i've uh in the past couple years i've realized that i've just from not having guidance at certain times or you know at certain ages when i really needed it i've just i've created so many bad habits for myself uh you know i let my i've let myself down a lot bro um uh, you know i don't believe in myself a lot of the times like because so many people have folded on me so many people i've looked up to or something like i've just been let down so much my entire life like i don't believe shit bro my mom could tell me, yo, I got you a car or some shit, you know, and I'm I'm walking everywhere and I'm just like, cool. Like, I don't believe it till I see it, bro. Like, I have no emotion. Like, like I just like a lot of hope is gone, you know. So I've had to bring that back. You know, I've had to think thing, you know, differently. Also, just like, you know, when you have vices, man, like just smoking and drinking and I used to do it constantly. Also, like, I'd do it and I'd make music and whatnot. But just, like, honestly, bro, when I stopped drinking, that was, like, that did something for me. Like, a lot. Like, my depression cleared up. Like, I wasn't depressed all the time. Because, like, I spiral up if I'm in a good mood and I spiral down if I'm in a bad one. You know? And me still being caring and shit, I could be having one of the worst days of my life. And you might not even know it. I was really good at hiding that. Especially in high school. So, as far as, like, how I've been, bro, um, I've been better, man. I just, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm not hesitant to cut anybody off, bro, that I feel is really detrimental, that really does not have my well-being, does really not have, you know, a better life for me and my future or theirs, bro. Like, I'm a great nigga to be around at any time in my life. I agree. Honestly, man, every time we can link up, and it's not like we keep it every day. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Here's one thing about me is like, if you have my love, bro, like, 
you have like you have it for real like i'm gonna make sure you get home i i'm gonna make sure like you fed and shit like yeah. hey, you know hey, what i'm saying bro like i gotta put this on the record go ahead the only reason why i mean and my lady got home tonight is because of taz right here we got home safely because of this gentleman he got us right here make sure we got here safe and yep, you know what it is you know what i mean and you know the funny thing is uh, my girl and i got pulled over earlier today <laughs> we just straight up. Hey, shout out, hey, shout out to, uh, to Officer uh, Marquez for um, you know pulling us over. To be honest, he was a real gentleman about everything. Like he just pulled us over because our uh, third brake light was out. You know what I mean? The time yeah. The most important. Thing Which is bullshit. <laughs> nah, nigga, the one in the middle, the left and the right work, but the middle one yeah. by the window. You talking about by the window? Oh yeah, the one in the back. Let Bullshit. Me, you know what I mean? But he, honestly, man, like you know, I, I appreciate him because he was like, you know, hey, I pulled you guys over because the brake lights out. Like, I'm looking at him, like, nigga. What? Give us a warning. Give us a ticket. What's going on? What's happening? Yeah. He's like, nah, I'm, I'm letting you know your brake lights out. And he's looking at me like the way he's looking at me is like, I'm telling you something. That you need to know. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like, okay, then I'm thinking about it. I'm like, okay, you're telling me that you're pulling me over because my brake lights out. I know there's another officer out there that's gonna pull me exactly the same reason. And now, yeah. And he was just like, you know, I just want to let you know your brake lights out. It's nine o'clock right now. You know, the auto, all the automotive parts are closed. You might have some luck at Walmart. Yeah, I'm like, you know, hey, we'll try that. Yeah. We ended up going home, switching on our cars. Ended up enjoying our night, and thankfully you you came through and got us home. Um, just because we were we were drinking tonight. Yeah, bro. I got up out of bed. They, I heard twenty dollars, and I give you forty. Uh, no, nah, a nigga had to bust a move. I don't know who the fuck said that. Nah, yeah, for bad. real. She's snoring right now. Yeah, not valid. Not valid. Not yeah. valid. Uh, nah, it's cool. It's cool. I got I got me a couple shots of that proper twelve. That proper twelve. Shout out McGregor. Shout out. <laughs> the real champ. The king is Bach. Fuck you, mean. Hey, did you hear? I, I don't know if you follow the UFC too much, man, but like I've been watching a lot of it lately, actually. Yeah. Hey, Khabib retired, man. And did he? Honest, he? He's done, done. Like I seen Dana White post on Twitter the other day that he was like, "Shout out to uh, Khabib, the, his realtor retirement, yada yada." Yeah, he's done, done. Damn, that's honest, crazy. I feel like this fool is the definition of waste the fucking talent. You know, I'm gonna talk yeah. my shit. I'm gonna say it with my fucking chest. And if he, if Khabib ever is out there and he hears this shit and he wants to face me, man to man, I fucking would. I'm just <laughs> beat my ass. I don't care. I would take my chest. So this guy is like, he is the top of the top. Yeah. And, you know, it, 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 when, it came, when it comes to like being a star, when it mm -hmm. comes to being a real, like, you know, being in the center of the tension, being in front of the camera, this guy don't yeah. got it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's not a superstar. He's not. He's not. McGregor is, but, you know, I think he, he kind of let that get the best of him, and that's why he fucked up, and he lost when he did fight him, but... I think I think the thing with McGregor is just, he's just real, so the thing is, is it's, it's money. It's money. It's money. Look, bro, like, all of his... Okay, so look, yes, he's a great fighter. One, two, he believed in himself. That's why he was a great fighter. Hey, yeah, and he talked that shit. Look, look at Muhammad Ali. Look at, like, I mean, even Tyson. Tyson talks shit in the ring, like, bro. Like, yeah, and yeah. then 
the thing is different instead of like boxing in those days is media outlets. So yeah. you can sit there at fucking press conferences and they sit there and just talk shit to each other. Yeah, that gets bro. the crowd hype, all the fans. Bro, you guys the the, the, bro that nigga's not lying, bro. Pay-per-views keep rising. Yeah. Record fucking hype. Like, bro, it was for real. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yo, last time, the, the last time I bought a nigga, uh, last time I bought a pay-per-view was because of McGregor. You know what I'm saying? And I got fucked over because the, the whole system shut down. The whole system shut down. And they kept that money, though, probably, too. Yeah, they did. I didn't even call for a refund. I wanted to. I was pissed. But, you know, life happens, and I did it. And you watched it for free anyway, like an hour later and no, shit. I, I, I missed all the good fights that were happening up to the main event. Oh, yeah. I, I ended up watching the, the prelims. The prelims. Yeah, like, but, no, it, wasn't the pre- it was part of the main pay-per-view. Oh, okay. Like, like, the three fights before the main event. Yeah, yeah, I missed all those motherfuckers. And That's those, whack. Those, those ones fights, are good. Yeah, there were good fights on that night. That night, there was, those, those were the fights. That the lineup was real nice. Yeah, and, like, in those fights, all of them, they battled. You know what yeah. I mean? But I ended up fucking missing most of them. That sucks. That fucking, sucks, man. I don't know who it was, ESPN or fucking Amazon, because I had to call Amazon for some fucking bullshit reason. Oh, Amazon. That's why you got fucked. You know what I mean, I don't know exactly how this shit works. Amazon's trying to get the, their hand and foot in everything, yeah, bro. bro. It's just it's not the the, su- the support just ain't there, bro. Nah, straight up, bro. It's just not there. They'll give you everything for a super cheap low price, and the workers, so the like the manpower is just taking a toll, bro. Nah, straight up, bro. That ball-headed nigga got enough money. Raise the prices, bro. Raise raise the wages, not the prices, but yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, honestly, man, like, I would love to fight, bro. Don't get me wrong. I would, someday, if you ever see me in the cage, just know I'm living my dream. Like, I'm living, I'm living with Yeah, really you wanted them? Bro, yeah, hell yeah. I, I'll take a fucking punch to the Did, face. You wrestled and shit, too, I didn't did. you? We, we, play, we played football together. We played football together. Hold up, I got a question, bro. Do you remember that day in practice where we were doing tackle drills? And I was up against Zane. Oh, not Zane. And I knocked the fuck not out that Zane, nigga. Bro. Nah, do you remember that day, bro? I think I did. I think where I did. the basket, <laughs> t- everyone, Mike Jones, get him, Ted. It was, get him, Ted. It was the ones where they lined up on the side and we would go in and then go in at an angle and one would have the ball, so another one would, bro. I hit, bro, I hit this nigga so hard, bro, the football bounced off this nigga's big-ass gut, bro, went over the track, went over the side, and was over by those bleachers in the back by Franklin. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Go. I, do remember I hit the fuck out that nigga, bro. Yeah, bro. I was deadly. I was dead. I was deadly, bro. I remember, who was the kid? Was that, Zane was in, was he in our same grade or was he your below us? Nah, he was in the same grade. He just seemed a little <laughs> slow. <laughs> yeah. There was, there was a kid. I, I don't know if he was in our same grade. I swear he was a year below us, but he wasn't in at our middle school. He was like a like a homeschooled kid, but he ended up playing football with us. Oh. I forgot his name, man, but I remember oh. that same drill. The same drill, bro. My punk ass was like, I'm going to knock this fool out. Yeah. And I did. I hurt that kid, and I, and I shouldn't have done that because he just was not up to par with everything else. Yeah, that's what happens when you homeschool, man. You better put these kids. Nah, nah, nah. Everybody out there, if you get kids, do not homeschool them unless you like rich as fuck, like Will Smith and yeah, you know nah, Jada Pinkett Smith, and they and they get like a different actual knowledge of the world and different yeah. views that'll help them. And you give them power, like, bro, if you're just gonna homeschool your nigga and be like that nigga knows what two plus two is until like fucking he's fourteen and shit. He's gonna, bro. He's gonna get yeah, eight. The, he's gonna get eight the fuck up out here, bro. Up, bro. You have to. There's too many. There's too many. There's too many, bro. Yeah. There's too many like real situations that you have to go through through middle school and high school in order to be in the world. Like that's why, like a lot of kids that are secluded. 
you know, they're hidden, they're, you know, yeah, they're mommied and they they're babied until they get to fucking, you know, until they're 18 and they get kicked out in the world. And, and honestly, then them niggas want to shoot up a school and shit, bro. Like, and even then, like, everyone that's listening out there that's young, that's like 18, 19, 20, I promise you, even up until I got 25, I didn't know a goddamn thing about the world. I'm turned 27. This, you don't this month and i still am learning we're still world. kids bro bro i, I tell you what until you, i feel like until you're like 35 like you really ain't got it all yeah and even then at that point you're still trying to figure out what you have to do in order to make it you know yeah yeah to do to pay the netflix bill to pay the rent bill yeah the home bill fucking get food on your table make sure you're living a healthy life you know what i mean yeah you you really got to go through that trials and tribulations for real for real to, to understand and to grasp that, you know, and some kids are privileged than us, you know, some kids don't got to work a day in their life until they're sent off to college and, and their careers and get into that schooling to become a doctor, dentist, fucking whatever it needs to be. Yeah. And then that's the first job. It's like, bro, my first job was McDonald's at 16 years old because I needed to make some money because my parents were telling me I'd be asking too much for money. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's then. It, you know that wasn't the truth that wasn't the truth you know what i mean like they just they were hard workers and they didn't have the money to provide us for all the extra extra stuff that we needed. yeah or they hard. or they did and they were just teaching you you know some good life skills bro yeah, you know because yeah, it's sure. that because i mean bro like i didn't have that i didn't have guidance i didn't have nobody to tell me like what was wrong what was right i had a good sense of what was wrong and what was right as far as what i was doing but as far as what to do, I had no idea. Nah. That's why I ended up smoking weed and dropping out and making music. And I got really fucking good at it really quick. But that didn't help me. Look, I'm still in the yaks, bro. I'm still in the yaks. I'm, I, I do DoorDash and shit. Shout out me. That's how I got my niggas home safely because I ain't got shit else to do, bro. Hey, buddy, you're here, man. You're yeah, 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 yeah. And you did. And honestly, I mean, you got us home safely, bro, because... My dumbass probably would have been had courage, courageous enough to be like, I'm going to go home. But my girl was smart enough to be like, we're going to get an Uber. You know, but like, thankfully. You know, I'm on speed now. Yeah, thankfully. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you, know, you already knew. You know, and I appreciate you, bro, because, you know, I count my blessings, man. I really yeah. do because like today, today I, I really, I you know, like when we got pulled over, I was looking at my girl. I'm like, hey, we really need to think about how the way we're going to get home because if we drive home. We're giving these, you know, officers out there to give us a, a reason to pull over. Like, we know that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know if we keep driving with this taillight out or this brake light out, we got a, We already got the warning. You know what I mean? For real. If we get pulled over again, that's our dumbass fault. Yo, they marked that, too. So, just, just to, you know, just to, you know, viewers, listeners, even you, bro. Like, so, when you get pulled over, right, yeah. and you don't get, you just get a warning, right? Yeah. You don't get a ticket or nothing. You don't get any paperwork, right? Nothing. No formalities. Yeah. So when I applied to DoorDash, I they actually accepted my whole like I saw my whole like record, bro. And I I I reported that there was something wrong with it, like there was a bunch of fake shit cuz I felt like there there were things on there that did not did not happen. You know, them not not that I didn't know, like I was drunk. No, they did not happen, my nigga. They this this shit is these are some false pretense ass shit shit, you know. So what I realized is they weren't under like issued tickets or anything. It was just incidences. So it was it was 
basically you got pulled over in an officer and put your information or whatever and then they put a reason so i had like driving while distracted or driving while on the phone or light out or you know so i didn't get tickets or anything but they had to put a reason why i got pulled over even though it may not be that reason like the real reason but they put something there so even your warnings like yeah so on certain things when you run you know your you know your driver license history certain things will pop up so yeah just so you know yeah if you apply to certain things that that stuff pops up no i I believe that because you know the job that i have which i've not disclosed to my viewers just because you know i just you know I, i try to keep a balance between you know what i like to do on the side and what i do professionally but like what i do in my job i we have we have to document every single thing we do. Yeah. Are you are you breaking the silence right now? You know, I'm not not that I'm breaking the silence. Okay. Like, I thought you were. I thought know, that I thought you were doing a big reveal right yeah, now and shit. Yeah, I mean, someday, but you know, <laughs> I do break the silence because you know I'm making money off. Yeah. Or, it's know, not that serious though, right? Yeah, it, it's not super serious. I'm not working for the fucking feds. This I'm, this I'm nigga's not. this nigga's not a vigilante and shit. Yeah. If I'm in the ring, this nigga got a Batman costume and shit. <laughs> He's like, catch me at 3 a.m. drunk as shit fighting crime, nigga. I'm fighting something. <laughs> Shout out Officer Marquise. That's my role, dog. <laughs> I, I call that nigga when I'm done with all the robbers. Nah, but, uh, I'm sorry, cuz. Nah, Gucci, you're Gucci. But no, um, like, nah, I feel you. I, I, I believe that. I believe that because... Whenever I have an interaction with my customer or client, I got to document that. Whether what, yeah. why, why they're calling, what they're calling for, what they're doing, why are they here, what are they asking, what do we want? You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. So that way, the next person that follows through knows the last interaction that we had. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, like anyone out there that's wondering, like, you know, like if you get pulled over, just know anything and everything is being documented. Yeah, most definitely. You know? But yeah, man, I I appreciate you for picking us up because you know, like, I mean, we were gonna pay Uber, and to be honest, I quite to be quite frankly, I'd much rather pay a homie rather than a stranger. Not that the stranger didn't deserve it, but you know what I mean. Like, the I, homie deserves it more. Exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? and, and you're out here busting and grinding. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, bro. You know there ain't no there ain't no wrong or right. You know what I mean? As long as you got to do you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, basically. You know, like, I know there's people out there, man, that are making a lot of money, and they're not happy. You know, there's people that are living frugal, and they're happier more than the people that yeah. are making money. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Like, we yeah. got ours. You know, you know, what's, you know what's interesting? One thing I will share is uh, I like to go to raves. You know, I like to go to raves. Unfortunately, we haven't gone to a rave in a minute because of COVID. But one thing I do realize when I'm there that I have always, like, I always just have a revelation is when I am there... I realized that we are all on this floating rock paying a fucking bill and we are all just trying, you know what I mean? Like we're really just trying to, you know, just to make a name for ourselves or just to, you know, get on by, you know what I mean? And sometimes people are trying really hard to get on by and some people are not. And some people have the privilege of not really having to work too hard to get on by, but they don't have that passion or they don't have that fulfillment in life. Yeah, well, you know, like, get on by, like, that's cool for some people. Some people, yeah. you know, like... That's all they want. You know, honest. they just want to eat and, you know, have six kids and... That's what I call a simpleton. Like, they want to have a simpleton. For real, yeah. You know what I mean? Which is fine. I feel, like, I feel like people that didn't get the attention that they needed when they were younger, they aspire to be something bigger. Yeah. 
a lot of the times. Like a lot of superstars, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, I got that. I definitely got that in me, for sure. Fucking. And I I respect you for that because honestly, man, like, I, I remember. You remember the 8th grade party that we threw? <laughs> hey, man, that was lit. You about to talk about the cholos, aren't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got escorted by some cholos. They were, they were, they were uh, riding their, their lowriders and three-wheeling it. And they escorted us from our middle school all the way to my crib. That shit was cool. Just have a pool party. At the end of the year pool party. April, yeah. 2008. Franklin Middle School. Quakers. Yeah. Everyone showed up to that party, man. My Nigga, everybody. Bro, everyone. Everybody that was somebody. Yeah. Everybody that was somebody. Because, like... Even nobody showed up, bro. Bro, he, honestly, bro, like, at that time, bro, until eighth grade, I didn't know I was cool and shit. Yeah. I really didn't, bro. Like I just hung out with people. Like I was just, I was just a real nigga, bro. Even at a young age, I just yeah. that shit. I didn't see that shit. Like yeah, like it didn't matter. You're like you know, yeah, it mattered to more people to other people than it did to other people. Yeah, yeah. People lived up to that. Being popular, being the jock, being whatever. You know what I mean? Like some kids lived up to that. But I was kids, everything, bro. Those same kids that lived up to that, that that really took pride in that. Like where the fuck are they at now? Like not to yeah. you, but like they lived up so too much to that they didn't even realize. What they needed to do to go past them, yeah. You know what I mean, and the, and unfortunately, the best the best moments in their life was in middle school and high school. Yeah, for real. And that's and that's the sad thing because you and I both come from that city where sometimes the high school life was their best life. You know yeah, what I mean, like we live in a small minded mentality where some of the people that grew up here they don't go past beyond what. With their time when yeah. high school was, because that was the most social interaction they had. That they 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 just reliving in their memory. Yeah. Like oh, I remember when I was doing this and we we're doing that, and you wouldn't ever be our our uh, you know our basketball team or our football team. Yeah. It's like, bro, the people that get stuck on it, like they're yeah. they're our age now, and they're really stuck on it. Like that's where they go to the bars, and that's what they talk about so, and shit. Yeah, so like. For me, for me, bro, like high school, I loved high school. Like I was homecoming king and shit. But that's because I I fucked with everybody. I yeah. talked to the freshmen, the sophomore, the emos, the nerds. Cause yeah. I'm all of that shit, bro. Oh, I'm oh, I'm you. dope. I listen to bro. I listen to rock before I listen to rap when I was young. Like yeah, I that. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I I have so many different sides to me, bro. And I'm honest to all of them. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like you're not you're not gonna put yourself down in one area so that the other area you can succeed to some shit. Like, mm-hmm. bro, for real. Like, that's just how I am. And like for for high school, for me, that was the most fun I had because I did have more social interaction. I also was going through a lot. Yeah, for that. So I had a lot of bad and a lot of good. And as I've gotten older, there was probably less good and some more bad. So, but you're also younger. You know what I'm saying? So it is more simple and shit, but that's not the end. My story's not over type shit. You know what I'm saying? Some niggas get stuck there. Some, and they do. And I know I have been at times, but I've always been, I've always been the same dope nigga, bro. Like, I am, I am. Respectfully, you are, bro. You're the dopest. Dopest rapper here in Yakima, Washington. Straight up. Dopest, nigga. Catch me twisting out here. I'm playing. (laughs) I'm playing. I'm playing. But yeah, man. I I believe that. And that's just another thing is mentally, like like I said, you know, I've talked about not believing in myself. And we all have those instances where we're very self-conscious about things. I am a Libra and whatnot. But I mean, I overthink so much. 
I I overthink everything, bro. And it's and at this point in life, I don't think so much about things. I'm more honestly, I can say I lean more towards the asshole side because I've always bit my tongue. You know, I put myself in other people's shoes, and I, I'm a very understanding person. And like I said, I care a lot, but I also gave my love to a lot of people that did not deserve it. And when I stopped giving so much of myself away, even though I didn't try to give it to myself i already had it i just realized i was more happy i was more comfortable because i wasn't giving so much of myself away it's not like i particularly sat down and was like i'm giving this to myself and i'm giving this time to myself and i'm doing that it was just i just stopped worrying about the negative so much and more positive came to me you know and that's really that's really changed my outlook a lot just like I really don't smoke weed. We we talk about we don't smoke this blunt. It's still sitting there. It's in here. Before then, that shit would have been a roach by the time we started recording, bro. Yeah, huh. You know it what I'm saying? You can set it back down. We don't even need it now. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, honestly, that's part of that's part, much of part of growth. Yeah. Maturity, you know what I mean? Like, we're still going to smoke it, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like pumping our brakes and understanding that not everything has to be so immediate. And yeah, we live bro. In such an immediate world that Preach. We, don't know, we don't know how to just you know enjoy enjoy simple conversation. Yeah, bro. Indulging ourselves in some fucking marijuana, you know. What yeah, I mean? people, like, you miss it, huh? Just sitting like this, just talking. Yeah, I people, do, I do, bro. Man. Like it's so times are so weird, especially with COVID. But even before that, like social media, everyone has an opinion or whatever. But it's like yeah. when you actually sit and talk with somebody, if it's longer than ten minutes. You are already breaking the norm almost. Not just that, but you're already giving them the stamp of approval that you're open to listening to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the conversation is just going to be better than anything you're going to deal with online anyway. Yeah, you know, yeah. like your opinion is actually actually valid, not just because you have a fucking account online. It makes yeah. it valid. Like it's so the conversation is going to be better. It's going to be more fulfilling. You're probably actually going to have a connection. Yeah. You're probably going to leave, you know, with some type of contact info with that person. If it, you yeah. know what I'm saying, if like, it's a first encounter type shit, like and that's how you grow. That's how you spread. Like people like, oh, let's go to this networking, you know, party or yeah. something. And you just sitting there. Every on your thing. phone, nigga, not doing shit because you're so awkward. You can't talk to nobody. Right. You don't need a pickup line. You just say, what's good? I like pudding. What's your favorite flavor, bitch? Like, bro, it's not It's not that hard. You just talk. Yeah, you just right. talk, bro. People yeah. are just... In the show, bro, you bring, you bring up a very uh, an interesting topic that my girl and I, we encountered this a lot, bro. Like, even when COVID happened, before COVID happened, yeah. me and my girl... We go in, we, we mind our business. When we go to the mall, we go to the shopping stores, whatever. We mind our business, bro. We meet so many random people that are willing to come up to us and talk to us. And me and my girl are just like, what in our body language, what in our, our, our choice of clothes or fucking behavior has told anyone to come up to us and talk to us? It's none of that, bro. Yeah. It's energy, my nigga, because yeah. I have it, bro. We were talking about this earlier. Like, people... Yeah. Bro, I, I'm Black Dr. Phil. I've said that. So, bro, I've said it so many times. Nah, listen here, Brenda. No, I'm playing. But like, 
Joe, Joe, Joe's mind needs to pay attention in the mall when you're wearing them, 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 uh, them joggers. You know, it makes you think that you're 22 and all the kids can come up and talk to you. No, nah, I, you know, I'm it, playing. It, but, you know, but it, I mean, like, it's vibe, bro. It's energy. No, it, it, honestly, like you're right because I mean, not that, not that we mind it. Like it's just we always found it very peculiar because, like, like you know, I mean, like we. Interesting. Like, yeah, and it's not—it's not that we don't like it because we have met a lot of very interesting people and very like just and people are nice and and that's the like a, you know like the pro of everything is like yeah there's some nice people in this world there's some kind people there's people that are willing to just say whatever they're willing to say because they feel comfortable saying it to you yeah. you know what I mean but like like you're saying man like some like you just gotta have a conversation and then honestly I think we have very good listening skills and very good communication skills that, yeah. Sometimes when we ask a question, it, it perceives as them, like, let's sit here for 30 minutes and have this conversation when we're, like, looking at each other, like, we only have 15 minutes and we got to go do something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but we're also very kind people, too, and we're not, you know, we're not rude or disrespectful or got to stick up our ass. Like, we're going to let people say what they need to say. Yeah. We're raised in a different, in a different time, though. Like, when we were young, you had to sit and listen to people. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? You didn't. You didn't have just a fucking uh, iPad, and you couldn't just put your headphones in. Like you had to sit there. You had to sit there and think. That was the. That was a big thing, like timeout or whatever. You didn't even need to be in timeout, nigga. You just had to be done with whatever fucking toy you had, and you just had to sit there and think, bro. That's straight up. That's you know, up. and you had to deal with your own thoughts. Like kids don't. Kids these days don't even deal with their own thoughts. That's why they're in high school, having dealing with the most crazy time in the lives of development just yeah. brain wise you know physically wise and then the likes and social media is such a drug yeah man honestly bro like the kids that are growing up now like the kids that are in elementary and middle school now like you know like i would be very cautious in like trying to assess them and understand them because i would know that like you're living a different world than I lived when I was in your age. Yeah, bro. You know what I mean? For real. And, and, and even, and I know, knowing that when I was their age, the adults at that time lived a different era than I did. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, I can only imagine the adults that were in my era looking at me like, how am I going to connect with this kid? Like, I feel the same way with the kids now. Like, how am I going to connect with this kid? Because they grew up with technology on a different scale. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, we're 90s babies. Like, we live in an era where... We, like, you know, half of us went outside and played outside as a norm. But some of us yeah. had those video games. Like, they had the Atari, they had the Super Nintendo, yeah. Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo 64. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like we had, uh, you know... Like, we had both sides, bro. Yeah. Our, our generation is kind of blessed because we saw a different side of life beforehand like i took like i was raised you know i, I was babysat by a lot of people i was actually kidnapped at one point when i was really really young oh, for real? Well, i'll talk to you about that later it's I, it's I, funny it's a funny story but <laughs> obviously i'm here it's I'm funny it's funny it is funny it's it's also sad basically i got kidnapped because homegirl that was babysitting me her baby had you know it was dumb. So <laughs> I didn't I didn't know how to say that professionally. And I was adorable. I was fucking adorable. So and then everyone go, What happened? Yeah, I heard it. You ain't gotta say nothing. But bro, okay, so but we was talking about just um the different sides and having yeah, having both like I played like 
we are, I mean, I guess I was just, you know, going, going to be a little more extensive on it, but oh yeah, just being raised around a lot of different people. So like I had so many conversations with older people when I was very young and I soaked up my surroundings. I was very aware of my surroundings. So I would be eight years old and I would, you know, be dealing with some drunk or high person. I didn't know which one it was. I just knew they was fucked up. And they're probably like in their late 20s or 30s or 40s. And they're just talking to me because I was sitting, sitting there listening. And I would actually give them advice. And they would sit there and go, wow, that's actually, that's actually really helpful. You know, when I'm young, like I'm in, I'm in a single digit age, you know, like I was just very wise for my age. And God bless me, I think. Yes, I learned because I was around a lot of different people and I kind of had to think for myself in that way. But I think I also just had an innate ability and intuition within myself to I just had a very strong mind. God just blessed me with a very strong mind to think for myself and to know like God, God's got me, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that's really I've been protecting my whole life, bro going to parties be like i gotta get the fuck out of here and then that bitch just shot up five minutes later like i've just been blessed dog being pulled over in certain situations you know just like earlier tonight you just gotta warn like i've been blessed bro i'm i'm black like and i I look mexican like i I, I slide in bro Uh, i'm i'm very welcomed by people and i just i appreciate that and you know the people that drag me down they get cut off now so I'm gonna be Gucci forever now, nigga. Nah. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. And honestly, man, like you mentioned that earlier, like you know, cutting off people, and I just want to touch on that because, like, you know, I, when in, in terms of becoming a like a better version of yourself or uh-huh. understanding oneself, I think it's very important for us to realize at a certain point in our life that not everyone that we meet in our life is gonna end up being at the finish line. You know what I mean? They're not gonna end up being they're not going where you're going like a lot of what it is bro is so like you'll meet somebody right and you could both be right here your goal is up here and their goal might just be to go with you right but that's the thing if they don't have those same goals bro and they get left behind like my nigga like one thing you cannot do you cannot go back down to them I believe Snoop said this shit. Like, when you're up here and your your nigga is still back here, bro, you can't go back down to that nigga. Yeah. You have to keep going. You got to let yeah. that nigga stay there or he's going to have to go for himself, yeah. which is another reason why I, le- I let people go. Like, just yeah. like, you know, my nigga June, bro, like, he does his own thing. He's, that nigga's busy, bro. He, he yeah. just has a lot of roles. Yeah. I'm not going to sit there and eat up his time, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it because that's not his fucking job. Nah, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. That's my brother. I love that nigga to death. But it's like, what's the point? I'm not going to drag him down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I, I, and I, I wouldn't feel, expect him like, to drag me down. I feel Just that. the same way. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I, got, I, got my, I got my boy out there, bro. And, like, one of my best friends, man, like, where I'm from, in terms of, you know, our goals and where we want in life, what we want in life are, you know, they're different, but they're very similar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, our paths, you know, they're they're different, but our end goal is is to be better version of ourselves, to reach something that we haven't done before. Mm-hmm. You know? And there's times where I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to burden him with my trials and tribulations. I do that a lot too. You know what I mean? And and I love him, and it's like, and I know that I feel like if if I were to call him right now and be like, bro, I need you to pick me up because I'm fucked up and I can't drive, that motherfucker would get out his ass out of bed and be like, I'm gonna pick your dumb ass up. Where are you at? You know what I mean? But like, yeah. 
you know, there's times where I'm like, I don't want to burden you with the miscellaneous things because, like, I understand that you're grinding and you're aiming for something and I don't want to knock you off your focus. That's a level of respect that I feel like we have that some of the younger generation doesn't have. And it's not that instance or that thing, you know, that exact situation, but it's just that level of respect, bro. Like, just not feeling like a burden, bro. I mean, the youngest got that. I mean, there's a there's a lot of intelligent young people, man. Right. Like it's like my little brother, bro. That nigga's a genius, bro. That nigga's a fucking genius, dog. But he's so lazy. That nigga's so lazy, bro. That nigga, <laughs> nigga's, bro. That nigga's so lazy. I love that nigga, but and he's he's a genius. But I feel like genius people are lazy too. Cause I'm lazy, bro. To an extent, I'm fucking lazy. I'm a hard worker too, though. Like think about it. If, like in my opinion, like if you're a genius. You're going to think of a way to do what you have to do. The quickest way possible. The, the way most possible. efficient. Yeah, and the most, like, I'm not, I don't need to spend so much time on it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's why they're geniuses. is because they're not followers. And you, they're not going to do exactly what you tell them to do. Exactly. Like, they're not going to be worker bees where, like, I need you to do this, like this, one like this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They're going to be like, I, I'm going to think of a better way to do this in a, in a more efficient way. I think that's why schools are so bad right now, too, bro. He's like, nigga, have you seen the algorithm, not the algorithm, but the curriculum for, like, I think it's called, like, Common Core Math or something? Where, like, so basically, like, you know how, like, when we would go to, especially high school, like, your teacher would always be like, yo, do this problem, show your work, right? And then you would show your work, but it wasn't the right way to show your work. Yeah. Okay, so nowadays, bro, for, like, one problem, they have to, like, do this shit they have to use like the whole page bro they have to break everything down so instead of like going from you know 56 minus two parentheses four like you have to basically do that then show an equation of like well you already break the parentheses down then you have to subtract then you have to divide like there's no shortcuts you have to show every single step that you do and i was horrible at that yeah. I was like, nigga, I'm not doing that. I got, I got good at. That. I was so bad. I was in honors math, bro, and I got my tests were good, yeah. but homework, I was not. I was not doing it, bro. I was not. I was not doing it, nigga. I, I, I got better at that when I was in college, and like I understood why they needed to see that because they needed to know that you understood how you got there. You know what I mean? But it took me to be in college. If you're a teacher, though, you should be able to see if the answer is right and they show some of their work, you should see how they got there. School is so, it's so cookie cutter. Like that's the whole world wants you to be some cookie cutter fucking human being, bro. That's why expression is so big these days. And it's, it's so on the forefront of everything. Like, just yeah bro the world does not want you to be though it really doesn't bro like when just how i told you about just the whole harassment thing or whatever just just expression bro just dead ass expression like if you think differently if you influence other people to think differently you are a target my nigga you really are if you're small enough if you're small enough to be stomped the fuck out you will be bro I'm serious, dog. Like that—that's how I feel because I've seen it, and I—I I just know, bro. I, I've been a lot of places. I've lived a lot of places, bro. Like, I want to say this on record. Go ahead. For I've been a young, uh, a new, a podcaster, and you know, if I ever like, if something's going on with me, it's it's most likely because there's 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 an outside force trying to you know take me break down. you down. I'm a I'm a persistent motherfucker. Like, if y'all don't know this about me yet, you know what I mean. Which I don't blame you if you don't. 
but I'm a super persistent motherfucker. Like it takes a lot for me to, you know, to take me down. Yeah. If yeah. you're gonna convince me to give up on myself, like you're doing something right, but you're also doing something very deep evil it's it's evil bro because that's what happened to me my nigga like just 2018 bro there was just a lot there's a lot of people trying to just a lot of entities a lot of i mean just being harassed by the post i mean i'm not gonna talk about it bro because everyone's you know dealing with it right now there's a lot of crazy shit going in yakima if you want to you know hit me up about it i will let you know any information i have but there's a lot of evil shit going on in the city bro people that are listening that are viewers that are outside of washington outside of even the U.S. because there's there's a, a decent handful of people that are outside of the U.S. Like Yakima, Washington, is a, a central for drugs, narcotics, and yep. most importantly, sex trafficking. Unfortunately, our our city is known for sex trafficking. Is it really? It really is, bro. It's one of the hot spots for sex trafficking. The hot spots? Yep. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, bro, it's fucked up. It's fucked I knew up. yeah, I knew Yaks was fucked up anyway. Yeah, but, you know what I mean. When yeah. it comes to drugs and shit like that, but yeah, when it comes to sex trafficking, I knew about the drugs. That's like on the top five things to check out what to do in yakima fucking yes there's fucking skate land (laughs) there's fucking the whack-ass mall the whack-ass mall fucking drugs and then the bars that just opened and then you can at least you can buy sneakers and a phone that's about it out here bro honestly man but speaking of drugs you came out with an ep called drugs i did i and i I fucked it bro i fucked it a lot do you remember the acronym it's in the first track i don't don't. it's dreaming reality under ganja sensations and i actually had a track called drugs and it was for uh it was some gat two unreleased tracks i i still have it actually i made it in la um i know that was for a future reference there's a lot of music i haven't released just because it wasn't up to a par and also um i just have so much of it i just write it was my therapy it was my everything it really fucked with me that if i didn't write at least three four times a week like if i didn't make like at least three songs a week i was i was struggling mentally and i don't do that anymore but i'm not struggling mentally either that's very interesting because like you said earlier like that creative expression like yeah you going through that time in 2018 right yeah if you felt like you needed to express yourself in that way. Oh, I, I wrote so much. And I, and I know you produce some really good stuff because I listen to that good stuff. And, and to be honest, man, like, I feel like I spoke, like, you spoke to me in a way that I understood you and what you were going through in your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I really appreciate that. Like, I'm a huge Kid Cudi fan and there's a lot of people that, that listen to Kid Cudi and be like, oh, yeah, he's cool. But there's not a... There's not a, I, I mean, I feel like there's a, you know, that core fan group of Kid Cudi, but like, I love Kid Cudi because I connect on a way. He helps you get through tough times. Yeah. He really does. And like, even if you didn't, if go you're through, a fan. Yeah. And if you don't, if you didn't go through what he went through, like he paints a picture of what he went through. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I, me personally, I respect that because if you're able to make me feel a certain way, whether I went through it and I'm able to revisit that feeling, yeah. if I didn't even go through it and I'm able to feel what you felt. Like, that's very fucking powerful. Not yeah. everyone gets that. You gotta, like, like we were saying earlier. Thank you, bro. I Somebody else has actually compared me to that because, I mean, because sure. I just got to a point where I was able to express myself very good. And this is one thing that's, that's being great about being an artist and being a true artist. Because, like, there's artists that do it for money. So, you know, they just make club music or whatever. And that's, that's still an expression. Like, yeah, it's still an expression. And, like, you get your money and, yeah, you feel good. But, like, artists that... When you're, a, when you're an artist, 
like a musical artist, you get you explore every side of you. You have the sad stuff, you have the hype stuff, you have like I'm I'm not nigga stuff. You have the uh, you have the stuff where you question yourself. You have you have the highs, the lows, the middles. The you have everything. And that's that's one thing that's so great. But like I, like I was saying earlier, man, like some things like a lot of people that write or write poems or something or, you know, they, they have counseling, you know, that's their therapy. They get to talk about it and, you know, they get through it and they get over it. But as an artist, when you write something down and you have it or you record it, especially when you record it and it's that perfect fucking like that sound like it almost it's like a perfect moment. Yeah, it immortalizes it. And what it does for me, like when I go back and I listen to certain things, like when I listen to Copacetic, bro, like Copacetic, Copacetic, it's fire, but it also, it fucks me up because the Copacetic is the word, the term Copacetic means everything's good. Everything's Gucci. Everything is in the place it needs to be, you know, like everything's perfect. Everything's going smoothly. And the story in Copacetic, I had some. I had, you know, like a voice thing that I recorded that was supposed to be chopped and put into the album. We just didn't have time. And I was like, fuck it. Just throw them tracks out. It needs to be out, you know. And what it was, though, for me, that journey is I'm not I'm not copacetic at all. Nigga, I am struggling so hard through that whole tape. And there's you, you see the moments where I'm up and I'm down and or I'm really down or and then like, you know, no. When I touch down, it's kind of just me going like, it's going to be all right. That's the end, you know? And then it rolls back into what's good. Like, it's just like the playlist is really dope. Also, I was doing a Kanye for Kanye. I was doing that seven track shit for real. Daily Flow, Drugs, and Cobacetic. That's the lucky three right there. I was doing it way before that nigga, 2014. Hashtag Taz on that shit, bro. For real, but it was... It was it was tough, man. Copacetic at the time, I I was really excited because I was expressing myself. I was finding the best beats for me yeah, honestly, to express. Bro, that, that went hard, man. Like I remember, I remember, I remember the first time you spent the night at our house. Yeah, I, I had to tell my my girl was telling me she kept repeating it. She was like, "I'm gonna like the guy that is." He's the voice of Copacetic, the guy that she had. She there. didn't meet me yet, and no, you she, you she, you, she, she, you guys you guys are already like together bro and yeah, she didn't know me yet but you were like no you were. but you were like that's my nigga or whatever i spent the night that's right i yeah, didn't spend the night, the night for like two nights. i nights. we I did kick it we nights. kick it yeah we kicked it bro we kicked it tough that day yeah, though that weekend it was yeah it was a good ass weekend man. back on the cholos too real uh, no go ahead i'll talk about the cholos well, after yeah basically what she was just like she was like i really like this album and she's like for me to go ahead and like meet the person that's actually making the music she was like that's really gonna blow my mind she's like i'm gonna meet the person behind the music and she was like i don't know if i'm ready for that she's like i don't know know he's gonna be like i don't know if he's gonna be cool or if he's not she's like what if he's lame and what if he's like not as cool as his music you know what I mean? Which obviously you weren't and she like she liked you a lot she does like you and there was a couple other people there uh, at that that night remember i sat there there was because you had like a little party i came through it was at the other spot the yeah. spot i was talking about before yeah, back in the alley. and we were there was we were playing mortal Kombat. We were, it was like a mortal Kombat there marathon and shit and yeah. uh i had to sit in like this little ass chair that was right next to like the tv and the couch yep, 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 yep. 
Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, but you had, you had another friend there um, that was there, but she yeah. was cute. That's all I remember. Then, then I cut out. It was probably <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You talk, you talking about the nigga unique. No, 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 he no. was there. He was there. There was a, there was remember the scarecrow that we we're talking about. Walking <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you talking about that nigga. Yeah, you know he was there too. Nah, there was some there was some other shorty there. Uh, I can't remember. It's probably somebody's cousin because he's jacking my shit. Yeah, but you know, what I mean? that's how we roll around here. Don't ever disrespect me like that, dog. <laughs> yeah, she 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 was cute. That was a dude. <laughs> Nah, nigga, it's scary out here, bro. Nah, bro, my my stepdad got stunted on at a bar out in Silo like that. <laughs> Just, yeah, the home, the, the his homie like basically came up to a, a, some girl and was like, "What's up? What's up, baby? How you doing? All drunk as shit." And and she straight up goes, "I'm a dude, like I'm a dude, <laughs> bro." Hilarious. Oh man. I mean, it it was fun because it was just so un unexpected. And it got dude. He was like, "Oh shit, okay." <laughs> yeah, Cela, yeah, bro, Cela, bro. Uh, Shout out Cela, uh, undercover, undercover out there. Slaw town, don't say that. Slaw town's so nasty. <laughs> Shout out Coaster, uh, shit, bro. But yeah, they get fucking. Well, speaking of. Uh... This go ahead, light that blunt. I want to talk about these cholos real quick. So, yeah, break it down, so break check it out. There was this. So, basically, after school in middle school, everybody left the fucking school with a like backpack and shit, bro. Yeah, the last we, day. The last day was a half day. Yeah, I remember that. And yeah. we we all walked to this nigga's crib, bro. Like straight down, like twentieth, and took a right and a left and walked up this hill, right. To this nigga's crib, and it was cracking. The pool was cracking. Pops was cooking dogs and burgers, and my, yeah, bro. My dad, real quick. For real. If it wasn't for him, bro, everyone would have gone hungry. For everyone, real. Everyone got, everyone got Nobody went hungry. We actually ran out, and and the homie, his pops, went 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 back to Costco and bought a bunch of shit. He went and read read up. He, yeah, he, uh, read up. I remember that, yeah, because it was like a little weight and shit. But I, basically, I remember my mom came home and she was cracking the your auntie was there too bro the whole fa- the, the fam was wilding too yeah. bro we were all, it was a fucking party yeah, bro yeah, I, I, you know, I appreciate my parents for letting me do something wild like that you know what's funny man it's mem- memories bro I, re- I remember i remember strictly driving on 16 with my dad vivid memory and my dad was like oh yeah how many people are you gonna have to the party <laughs> and he was like and he was snickering bro like he was like you know he was teasing me he's like you didn't have like what two friends <laughs> And I like shadow, bro. You know, I gave, I gave them the anime look where like you can't see their eyes, but there's a dark shadow. Oh yeah, and just like, and I, you just see a smirk, and I'm like, ah, you're gonna see, you know? What I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, I was like, you'll see, and bro, yeah. And I'm by poor parents, and I, I honestly didn't expect that. Many there was more people than we thought. There were people that just came because the squad was going bro, like, like, all right, so there was at least like 80 people at this nigga's crib, bro. bro straight up, like, uh, so in Yakima, there's four middle schools, four main middle schools in yeah. Yakima City, city limits. Some of the homies from Wilson came too, so huh? Everyone from that, each middle school came, and even high schoolers came. You know That's I mean? right. Those were the cholos, huh? Some of them, no. The, okay, well, back to yeah, my bro, story. Yeah, yeah, you go back. Okay. So what basically what happened was so everyone's having a good time and shit, right? We're all about to, you know, there's the pool and then who is it? And then fucking, you know, money. We're all chilling, bro. 
And, you know, Pops is grilling and shit. And I'm just standing there, bro, because, like, I didn't bring a swimsuit or nothing. I wasn't really planning on swimming. I'm a nigga. Like, I mean, we was young and shit, but I was already kind of growing out of the pool shit. Like, just hit yeah. me with the AC and I'm Gucci. Yeah. Like, I was already getting I was, old and shit. I was, a, I was a chubby little kid, bro. So I was insecure when it came to, like, pool parties and whatnot. Yeah. In my own head, you know what I mean? I was able to play it off. I figured out yeah. how to play it off. But, like, nah, I feel you on that, bro. Like, yeah. I, I was insecure. And I shouldn't have been, because when I look back at my pictures back in the day... You bro, wasn't even that big, nigga. I was a little ass kid, bro. I was bigger than you, nigga. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Like, not disrespectful, but yeah, you were... I got to like, a point, though, where I didn't care, nigga. I was out, titties out, everything. I was yeah. swinging, nigga. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Fucking... Honestly, as you should, as a child, bro, you're a child. You know yeah. I mean? Like, there ain't no reason why we should have uh, been so, like... We were a fat generation, though. I mean, they bigger now or whatever, but we were. We were, like, one of the first generations that were, like, children that were fucking obese, like, majority-wise. Also, just real um, small, quick uh, piece of information. I knew what McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's was before I knew how to speak. That's how much I ate out, yeah. So, by the time I was, like, six, I was, like, diabetic and shit. The reason how we found out I was diabetic was when I was like in first or second second grade when I was in Terrace Heights. Um, it was second grade. Miss Jones or some shit like that. No, nah, that's my fourth grade teacher. I can't remember. But uh, basically, my teacher, like I passed out after I did some schoolwork and my teacher told my parents like, yo, your son like smells like really sweet. You know, and my mom got she thought she she was talking shit like I stunk or something. But she was like, no, not like that. Like. He just smells really sweet, like sugary, like it's coming through his like sweat glands or something. And that's how we, we, I went to the doctor, and that's how we found out I was diabetic. Jesus, my, te- my teacher, yeah, just noticed, like, I, I didn't stink. It was just like, I smelled like sugar. She's like, this guy's like ho-hos. <laughs> I want to eat him. <laughs> that's fucked up. Nah, What's up? You trying to eat a nigga? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, back to the cellos. Let me hit this Bluntista right quick. Yo, get it. Why you hit that, bro? I just want to give a shout out to my homie Sevens, Angel. He gave me this lighter. Honestly, I took it from him. I told him, I was like, I'm going to take this lighter because I like it. But the lighter is a big lighter, and it says, be the change you want to see. Be the change you want to see. I fuck with it because there's so many people out there that complain about the world and complain about how shitty things are, which, you know, I feel like they have a right to, but they're not willing to be the change that they want to see in this world. Yeah. They're willing to complain about it, but they're not willing to put in the work to be the change. You know what yeah. I mean? And then at that point, you're no better than the person that's being the shitty person in this world. You know Yo. what I mean? And that's why I like to just shut the fuck up sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you... Yeah. You'll hear me too. I'm be like, I'm, right, I'm going to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, and honestly, I, sometimes I have a bad... I have a bad ability to just understand that like just you know sometimes you can't change people my mom told me that the other day she's like it's not your job to change anyone which straight up that's that's the truth go ahead and just hide right there. that's why that's why you gotta cut people off sometimes bro yeah, you, gotta protect you really people. have to like yeah. you can sit there and you can try and you can you can wait a little bit if you really if you really really want to because you care about somebody but like yeah. bro you just can't Especially females. Females will try and change a nigga for the their whole life. They will try to change a nigga. They're strong, but they're evil. Amen to that. They're like Hisoka. (laughs) (laughs) He's stupid. (laughs) Nigga. Okay, let me pass this back to you. I've hit that like three times already. So, so anyway, we chilling, right? It's me. It's Joel. 
who else is there? I mean, I can't remember. I think I, I think it was Addy. Addy was yelling. Jarrell. I can't. Well, just at that moment, I can't remember because we were kind of by the grill chilling, and there were like all these cholos that were in like the lawn chairs that were like lined by the pool. There was three of them, and they were like, "Yo, Tez, you should like." You should go splash them fools from the pool, nigga. Like, soak them niggas. Because they were right by the pool, and they, like, had their feet all out, not letting people buy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were just kind of posted, kind of rude and shit. Yeah. And I was like, nigga, I'm with it. I've always been with it, bro. Since I was little, I've been with it, nigga. Fucking. So, they are like, Tag, go, go splash them niggas. And I, I fucking, like, I was like, all right, for sure. And, like, I, t- I think I took my shirt off. Yeah, but I kept my jean shorts on or whatever I had. And my fucking web belt, cause yeah. you know Gen X was around and shit. Yeah. Shout out 2008, hey, nigga. I have not found a better plain tee that Gen X offered. You know what I mean? With the use of five max, five instances, and then that collar is wrinkled, dog. Mm-hmm. No, nah, they were great white tees. They were so cheap, you didn't have to wear them five times. They were five bucks, and they were thick as fuck. They were, they were really good, actually. Yeah, just some tee for a little kid and shit, bro. They're, yeah, they were nice, bro. Yeah, they were they were really nice, bro. But anyway, I started going, bro. I started. I know, I'm quick, bro. I got the slave feet, nigga. I got them slave legs, nigga. So I was quick, bro. And I jump up, you know what I'm saying? What up? Peace out. And um, I said, "Orale!" And I fucking splashed, saying that shit in deep into the water, bro. Splashed the fuck out of them, bro. They got mad. They all left. They all got the fuck up. Like, what the fuck, eh? <laughs> yeah, bro. And I was like, them niggas told me. I was just, for real, it was bad, bro. At least when them niggas had the hood shoe on, the Cortezes. Yeah, I remember that because I think. The hood track shoe, shout out Cortezes. I think that's when my aunt came through because I remember I was mad at some point. And my mom was telling me, she was like, you need to calm down. And yeah, it was. I was just mad, and I was really, I wanted to chase these fools down. They, ended up they didn't even, yeah, they were like, we need to get these niggas out of here, huh? Yeah, yeah. We, and we that's up, right. We ended up getting them out, and. You know, thankfully, honestly, thankfully at that time, you know, it's not, I, I would say it's not as crazy as it is today, but no, they, you know, they didn't come out with any guns, but back then you didn't have to worry about it was, those. it was middle school, nigga, niggas yeah. fought, niggas literally went, yeah, what's bro. good, nigga, like, uh, they, 7, 7 a.m. before school started, for real, nigga, <laughs> nigga, imagine, imagine being that nigga, I gotta wake up at 6 in the morning to go get his ass beat by 7. The whole day you limping around school and shit. Everybody cracking jokes on you. Bro, hey, history, language arts, learning about fucking the fucking bro, the gang, the gang, fucking can't con dynasty. Yeah, like yeah, black eye, you know what I mean? yeah, bro. <laughs> you stupid, man. <laughs> bro. Hey, nigga, middle school is fun as fuck. Okay, can I can I talk about one thing? That is, it's so bad. It's so disrespectful. But it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Were you in that art class? With yes. She was, she was bad. She probably still is bad. But, nigga. What's, what's his name? Was it like Mauricio or something? Bro, it, basically, it was her birthday, right? And, you know, she's Mexican. She's light-skinned Mexican. She had some hairs. You know what I'm saying? On the top lip, bro. Oh! You already know, bro. Okay, look, bro. I am sitting in the back left corner. Like, I probably... 
like I knew people, but I wasn't a, I didn't sit next to people that like I fucked with really. So like the two people around me, like they was cool, but it was just whatever. Okay, so homie comes in, bro. This nigga's not even supposed to be in that class, bro. No, nigga, I'm serious. This nigga, bro, this nigga walks in through the front door on the left. You remember the art room at Franklin, right? Yeah. Down the hall to the right by the gym. Okay, bro, comes in. I can't remember what he said. I can't remember, but this nigga had like a bag. Like he tossed her. It was her birthday. She he this nigga tossed her a gift. And, like, just stood there. And she opened this shit up, nigga. And it was a disposable big razor, nigga. <laughs> nigga. I'm, I'm so sorry I'm talking about this. I'm so sorry. But, bro, it was one of the most funniest. Because, nigga, you wouldn't know. Bro, kids so, are mean. so cold. Kids are so bro, mean. Are mean. Nigga. Bro, we were, like, fucking 12, bro. bro. And this nigga. <laughs> And he got some change from his mother's whip before he got dropped the fuck off. And he went and bought him a big in the mini mart to give homegirl a motherfucking big razor to shave her mustache, nigga. That is the most, hey, bro, whoever you are, you need to find me, nigga, because I want to, like, give you my album or something, bro. That's the coldest shit ever. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just playing this. That's rude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you don't deserve that. Straight up, you really don't. You didn't deserve that. Then or now? Not never ever. Never, 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 never. You know what I mean? But kids are mean, bro, and we're. Like, we were children. Like, we were a child. You know what I mean? Bro. Like, the funniest things were the stupidest things to us. Yeah, bro. And the most, like, just raunchy, disrespectful shit. Like, when the motherfucker just fall down, that was the best. That was the best. When's the last time you fell, Joe? When you was like, uh, uh. Like, when was, it, nigga, when's the last time you... <laughs> nigga, it's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, bro. I, I, I trained myself. So hard because of that reason. <laughs> I, I, I have horrible balance, but it's only happened a couple times. Bro, I, I I catch myself. I be I be bouncing. You know those videos where you see like people with shoveling and shit. And yeah. Fucking dancing for five minutes before they fall. I'm that's me, but I make sure I catch myself. You yeah. Know what I mean, like I do my best just because of that because. Kids be mean motherfuckers going. My balance is bad, but that's why I don't skateboard. I don't do nothing extreme. No extreme sports and none of that shit. Yeah, bro. I am quick on my feet though. Like when I sprint, I told you I got them slave legs. Slave feet. My ankles are bad though. I got white. I got white people ankles. Yeah, I be yeah, bro. My I go. I crank that shit, bro. It get fucked up real quick on some on first jogging. I pull my fucking calf for like a two weeks straight, and I got I I have Olympian calves, nigga. <laughs> nah, bro, my shit. I don't even gotta walk, nigga. Just be like that. It's scary. It's scary how tall my legs are. Especially to the rest of my body. You know, I'm top heavy and shit. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> yeah, moving top gang, nigga. That's fucked up. For real. Like, imagine if you was just in school and motherfucker came in and brought you just threw broccoli at you. Like, we'll lose some weight, nigga. Hey, you know, I you got to shave some pounds off, nigga. It'd be so rude. I think we could both speak on behalf of, like, our era of children that we went to school with. Like, you really had to be careful 
to not do some dumb shit to fuck your reputation up. You know For I mean? real, you really you did. Get roasted, bro. Like, you, you would. You get fucking burnt. Fun of, you know what I mean? Bro, that's why kids be shooting up fucking schools. I've been disrespected pretty good by one of the like worst smelling people at that school, bro. Yeah, I believe just that. rude shit. Bro, I remember. I look. I remember. I got called like a fat gerbil one time, and I was like, "Nigga, that you right, nigga." I was like, "Nigga, you so right." Like, bro, it hurt, nigga. <laughs> it hurt it the hurt bro i've been called a fat chris brown and one nigga remember bro you remember eighth grade I, I, people used to call me 40 water i was e40 remember i i remember i do the e40 impression yeah, I do it's in that. that fucking it's in the gap to cypher <laughs> was that e for the <laughs> for a moment thought i was now that's me homie we could probably keep going yeah bro shit was hard nah bro i remember being in middle school this was the first time, bro. When's the last time you got a knife fucking pulled out on you? You know when the last time I got my knife pulled out on me when I was in fucking middle school. It was Damn. First. And last time I got a knife fucking pulled out on me, bro. I was in the seventh, maybe eighth grade. And That's probably around that time too. You know what I mean? I haven't had too many knife pullers on me. And honestly, bro, and, and, and but this ain't a couple. I I looked at these two kids that pulled out, pulled out the knife on me, bro. Like I wasn't even surprised. Like I was like. I know you have a fucking knife. Like, I'm not even scared that you have a knife because I know you have a knife. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, I, fortunately enough, I knew that nothing was going to happen. And they, fortunately enough, did not do anything like that. You know what I mean? They yeah. stabbed. You know what I mean? I didn't get cut. I don't got no fucking scar to tell the story. But I have this fucking story, bro. Like, these kids were like, they're like, pick a number between, like, fucking one and ten. And I was like, seven. Seven, bro. That was my number. I was like, seven. And I didn't even fucking hesitate. I was like, seven. And they were like, all right. And they are like, we're going to stab you seven times, bro. Fucking pull out the knife. You, and you had the fucking gloves. You remember the cotton gloves? 100% cotton. Yeah. Gray, black, <laughs> fucking gloves. Yes. Both of them had those motherfuckers on. And I'm like, if they were to stab me right now, no one would have their prints to trace. You know what I mean? Like, For that's, real. That's how, that's how real it was. That shit would be slippery, though. It would have. They I, wouldn't even have that. Bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, I... I I, when I was a kid, I, I had really fast hands when I was young, though. Bro, I was in com- I was in competitions and shit. I had like first place plaques and shit. Like I was quick. Yeah, I was I'm, quick. I, I, not, not, I, I was Gucci. Like same exactly, bro. I was, you know, I was I was a trained kid when I was younger, bro. Like I knew if like if they were gonna really, you know, cock back and do something to me, like I would catch it. Yeah, you just knew. You yeah, just knew. Like I'm like you know what? like I'm gonna take my fucking chances. Like I'm. You were aware. Chances. You were aware of your surroundings. Like. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I'm not the toughest kid on the block, but I tell you what, like I ain't gonna go down like a bitch. You know what I mean? You're gonna stab me. You're gonna try to stab me seven times. You're probably gonna get two or three before I fucking take that knife and stab you. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. But anyways, you know, like middle school was a scary fucking place to like. Not even a scary place, but like it was just. A representation of what the fuck was going around us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Franklin wasn't as bad as, like, probably Washington, though. No, like, shit, that's the crazy shit. I'm like, talking about getting fucking stabbed. We're talking about this girl being made fun of because of her mustache. And she's just going through puberty like any other. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> nigga, I'm telling you, bro. That's just so. It's such a. That, that era, nigga, that whole year was just golden, bro. bro. And that is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and making it this far. If you enjoyed this crazy, adventurous conversation, please follow Joel's Mind Podcast so that you can get a notification when part two is uploaded. And if you uh, like my boy Taz, go ahead and follow him on his Instagram page at 
man, this boy going to get me the, the NAACP on me. His IG handle is at that nigga Taz, spelled with the U-H-T-A-Z. All right, I'm going to leave it at that. Don't make me repeat it. And then if you want to follow him, uh, follow his music and uh, listen to what he's got stirred up so far. Um, you can go ahead and find him on SoundCloud at G-A-T Entertainment. And that's G.A.T.Entertainment, which stands for Good Ass Tunes. And there you can find all his uh, music he has uploaded on SoundCloud. Or you can just go ahead and follow the link. You know, I'll just make it easier for y'all. So, again, if you like that episode, uh, subscribe, like, comment, find me on Instagram, give me some feedback. And uh, stay tuned for part two. Peace.